Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of IT Varsity Tech Watch. I'm your host Bilal Katrada and I'm your co-host Masihul Katrada. Now imagine this. Imagine if we enter a new era in human history where blind people will be able to see, the deaf will be able to hear, the disabled will be able to walk and the people with brain diseases like Alzheimer's, epilepsy, Parkinson's and dementia will be completely cured. Now, I know what you're thinking. This sounds like some kind of biblical premonition of some new prophet that's going to come or some new saint that's going to come, but it's actually going to be a reality in the near future. If you're interested, listen on. Now, this technology is not just going to do all of the things that I just mentioned, but it's also going to give humans superhuman powers humans will be able to gather, process, and calculate data as quickly and as efficiently as computers do. In other words, you'll have all the positives of being a human being, but all the power of the world's most powerful computers inside your mind. So you'll be able to do calculations, you'll be able to do uh, all sorts of uh, data searches in your mind as fast as a computer does, and all sorts of uh, analysis and learning when it comes to learning I think school kids are gonna uh, jump at joy for this one here you remember how in the movie The Matrix when Neo needed to learn about or was it Trinity needed to learn about piloting a helicopter all she did or all the controller had to do was to download that knowledge into her brain because she never piloted a helicopter in her life so what he did was he downloaded that information into her brain and she could pilot it. Now, imagine if we could learn just by downloading information into our brain. Within minutes, you'll be able to learn any language in the world. You'll be able to learn any new skill. And you will remember that for as long as you need to remember it. Now, this is what is happening in the world in the near future. Now, how will this be possible? The question is, how? So, once again, everybody's favorite ex-South African Elon Musk recently announced um, that he's working on new technology called Neuralink. Now, Neuralink is a, is, is a small gadget that's going to be implanted into your brain that will give human beings the ability to communicate with computers. Okay, so it will be uh, information moving two ways, right? So it's going to be information moving from the brain to computers and from computers into the brain, all, all done wirelessly. So basically, a person will be able to wirelessly communicate with a computer. So for example, if you're looking at your cell phone, you can wirelessly, from your mind, talk to that computer, talk to that cell phone and instruct it to make a call to open an app to do certain functions without lifting a finger. If you're sitting in front of a computer, let's say you're doing some uh, work on your computer, you're typing out a document, you don't even have to lift your hands. All you have to do is instruct the computer to open the word processor program and it will open up the program and then you simply, from your mind, you transfer whatever you need to say. Now, this, this technology is, is going to work in the reverse direction also. So the computer will be able to send things to the brain and that's how people will be able to learn things in seconds or minutes that, that would normally take months to learn because the computer 
will be able to send data to the human brain and the brain will be able to store that information. So in essence, the human brain is going to be just another piece of hardware, just another storage mechanism and another computer that the other computers will be able to, uh, to communicate with. Now, if this sounds scary, it is scary because whereas in the past, right, and even up till now, the technology that we are seeing, the technology that's pervading our lives has always been outside of our bodies. It's changing things in our world. It's changing things around us. It's changed our careers and our businesses and our homes. But it hasn't changed us. This technology, on the other hand, has the potential to change the very essence of who we are as human beings. Because this, this technology is now going to be inside our bodies, and not just inside our bodies, but inside our very minds, inside our brains, which basically define who we are. I mean, your personality comes from where? It comes from your brain, it comes from your mind. It doesn't come from your body. So this technology is definitely very, very scary. It is. And here's a fun fact for you. The concept of computers connecting to our brain has been around since the 1950s. Okay, um, It's known as BMI, brain-machine interaction. The way BMIs work is by sticking electrodes into the brain and monitoring the impulses that and interpreting the, the the impulses that 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 come out of it so brain impulses are actually thoughts when you have a thought when you think about something it creates a, a brain impulse and depending which part of your brain that uh, or depending on the type of thought that you have a different part of your brain is activated so these electrodes actually uh, they 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 are sensitive to brain activities and those are brain impulses now, the, the one device that does this is the Utah Array. Now, this machine enables you to send messages to uh, text messages using just your mind. And this technology has been around since 2012. So the Utah Array was in its time, it was really quite revolutionary. I mean, imagine sitting in one place and mentally almost telepathically sending a message to somebody's phone. That's crazy technology. But this new technology, the Neuralink, actually makes the Utah look like an old choo-choo train. Okay. Similarly, there's been a wristband developed by a company called Control Labs based in New York City. And this device allows you to control your computer without moving. Now, the Neuralink is different from these other BMIs. For one, it's immensely more capable. And here's how. The Utah Array works with 256 electrodes that are about half a millimeter thick. The Neuralink, on the other hand, has 10,000 electrodes. And they say that you can, you can uh, implant up to 10 chips into a brain without causing any damage. So that's 10,000 times 10. That's 100,000 electrodes probing into your brain. Correct. Now, these electrodes, they are really, really, really small. 
they are about 10 microns thick. Now, to give you an idea on how small that is, um, a red blood cell is only about 8 microns wide. Wow, so this is about the, the width of a, a red blood cell. That means the Neuralink um, probes w won't be visible except under a microscope. Correct, and because of this, they will be able to penetrate deep into, into your brain without causing damages to the tissue or red blood cells. In fact, it'll just be able to slip or to in the brain cells, more, more importantly. Correct, or to the brain cells. And um, the advantage of them being this tiny is that they are able to communicate with individual brain cells or neurons. That's, that's crazy. I mean, when you look at the size of the Neuralink probe, right, it, because it's so tiny, when it's inserted into the brain, it will simply push the brain cells aside rather than penetrating them. So it's not going to cause any brain damage per se. It can't cause brain damage because it's just too small to cause brain damage. So it's going to sit there among the brain cells and just listen to activities from the brain cells and then transmit those activities to a computer via Bluetooth. So imagine having a Bluetooth-controlled uh, uh, brain. Now, what's, what's cool about this technology, once we get over the fact that it's some really scary stuff, is that when you have that ability as a human being to control things with your mind, to control gadgets with your mind, the potential for that is limitless. I mean, consider this. Let's say a person has, uh, a person has no legs, or a person is, uh, doesn't have the usage of their legs, they're paralyzed from the from the, the legs downwards. Now, currently, this person will be confined to a wheelchair pretty much for their whole life. Now, imagine if we could give that person robotic legs and they could control those legs using the Neuralink. So how do we control our legs currently? Our mind sends a signal to the legs that stand up and then sends another signal that walk and when we do that then our mind start our, brain, our legs start walking so in essence our minds are controlling our limbs it's the same with our with our arms and the rest of our bodies if, if we need to grasp something our mind sends a signal to the brain now imagine if our minds could send a signal to that robotic leg walk or to that robotic arm grasp something or raise a finger or or any action to do with with the hands now that's going to cure people that that is going to give hope to people that are paralyzed and people th that don't have limbs or don't have usage of uh, of their limbs now as far as um, brain diseases now the Neuralink will be able to cure brain diseases by penetrating into the brain especially parts of the brain that have been damaged now you see most brain diseases like Alzheimer's are caused by certain parts of the brain becoming dead, certain brain cells becoming dead. Now, by putting the Neuralink in there, that Neuralink is going to activate those parts of the brain, or reactivate them, and in doing so, it'll bring it back to life. And it will overcome, it'll help these people overcome the disease that was caused by these uh, dead brain cells. Then as far as vision goes, now people might be wondering, how will all good, but how will blind people be able to see? Now, here's, here's a question. Imagine if we could connect 
of video camera straight into the visual cortex. Now the visual cortex is the part of the brain that, that manages vision. When our eyes pick up light, they transfer that light to the visual cortex. Remember the eyes are nothing more than light capturing devices. They don't process any of the uh, things that we see. The processing is done in the brain. Now imagine if we could, for people that are blind, if we could connect the Neuralink to cameras that talk to the Neuralink, which in turn is connected to the visual cortex of the person, to the part of the brain that enables the person uh, to see, the part of the brain that actually processes uh, vision. Now this person will, in essence, receive vision directly from those cameras. And what if those cameras happen to be ultra high resolution cameras with powerful zoom capabilities and this person will have the ability to see things much further than anyone else it's the same with with uh, deafness i mean a person that's uh, that's deaf could have uh, microphones connected connecting to neuralink which in turn will be connected to the person's auditory uh, uh, cortex the part of the brain that processes sounds now to take things actually even further than that um, with this technology, there might even be a time where you'll be watching movies or playing video games in your own fully immersive, digitally created world. So you, you can imagine, let's take a game like Minecraft. You could just close your eyes and you'll actually be in that world. You know, it's just like in the movie The Matrix. And with, with, what, you've, with what you said, because these... Um, these worlds or, or this technology can s can stimulate our senses you'll be able to see things in these worlds you'll be able to hear them you'll be able to touch things in these worlds and you'll even be able to smell them now that sounds a bit scary because i mean your your entire world will be nothing more than an, than a hallucination and i think if we did this long enough in time you won't be able to differentiate between the digital world and the real world and you know it'll cause people to i don't know it could cause some psychological damage in the future so yes there, there are aspects of the neuralink that are really uh, exciting you know the parts that way it will it will cause disease uh, it will cure certain diseases and it will give people the ability to uh, you know people that are disabled or you know, who don't have usage of any of their limbs, uh, amputees, for example, it'll give them hope. But uh, that kind of thing, you know, where it creates these immersive worlds is, is a bit uh, scary, very, very scary stuff. But, you know, one other great thing about Neuralink is that the brain, the human brain is till now one of the biggest mysteries in the universe. You know, we've, we, we're exploring space, we're exploring the oceans, we're exploring the world around us, but we know so little about the human brain and how it functions. I mean, if you look at the human brain and you have to weigh it, the human brain is more than 80% water. And when the brain is hydrated, dehydrated, then all that remains is a small little mass of, of fatty tissue, and it's mostly fat nothing more than ordinary fat so the the brain cells are made out of fat filled with water but the question is how does the brain actually do all the things that it does how does it function this has always been and it still is a mystery to us as human beings 
how do these this fatty tissue and water what a few nutrients uh, thrown in trace amounts of of different nutrients thrown in how does this actually create these worlds these thoughts these ideas the ability to talk the ability to store information how is it even possible in this in this human brain which apparently doesn't have anything special or anything spectacular about it now we don't have the answers but the neuralink because it's embedded inside the brain and because these threads of the neuralink these little probes are going to be inserted right into the depths of the brain scientists will be able to use this to better understand the brain and its functioning while the person is awake while the person is asleep what exactly is going on in different parts of the brain so these things these, this knowledge that's that that has eluded us for centuries will now possibly be unraveled thanks to uh, the the neuralink but then you know some scientists warn us that there's certain certain outcomes that no one can really predict you know it's like what artificial intelligence what we actually train it to do and what it actually does are two completely different things and with neuralink there's a distinct possibility that it's going to start to do things that we didn't expect it to do because what's actually going to happen according to some scientists is that the the neuralink when it's inserted into the brain it's a foreign object and the thing about our bodies is that initially they reject foreign objects but with time they start to embrace that foreign object you know anybody that's had a pacemaker or uh, or a hip replacement will will tell you doctors that do this will tell you that these foreign objects are uh, it's possible they get they become rejected or when they do become part of the body then they begin to they they become embraced fully now imagine a scenario where the brain becomes fully accustomed to the neuralink and what happens is that the brain and the neuralink start developing a kind of synergy and they become one now when that happens no one really knows what form they'll take or what the brain will how it will morph itself how it will change itself and how brain and neuralink working together will achieve things that that we never imagined or we can't even imagine whether it will change a person's personality entirely whether it will make that person into a completely different human being whether it will give that person some extraordinary capabilities no one really knows and that just like the brain itself is a big mystery but then scared or not whether this sounds scary or not whether this is something that we'd like or not this is definitely happening elon musk wants to perform the first human testing of neuralink by 2020 now what lays beyond that is anyone's guess no one can really uh, say what's going to happen after that if those human tests are indeed successful and neuralink becomes uh, it goes mainstream and it becomes uh, widely accepted and part of their plan is to make inserting the neuralink as painless as maybe visiting a dentist just like going and getting a root canal done so you go to a to this facility that could be in a shopping mall somewhere and you have them insert the neuralink into your brain 
plain, simple, straightforward, easy um, procedure. And here's the best part. That procedure won't even be done by humans. It will be done by robots. So they've already designed robots that are going to insert Neuralink into people's minds, which is crazy. So you're going to have this robot in your nearest, nearest shopping center. You go into a store there and uh, the robot will insert the Neuralink into your brain. Boom, you're done. Uh, you're part machine, part human, part machine from that point going forward. Sounds scary, but that's the reality that we're going to be living in in the near future. We'd like to know what you think about it. Please comment on the IT Varsity website or on our Instagram uh, channel at IT Varsity. We definitely want to know what you think about this uh, new frontier of uh, technology. That's all we have time for today, folks. Unfortunately, we have to wrap up. Uh, this has been another episode of IT Varsity Tech Watch. I'm your host, Milan Katrada. And I'm your co-host, Masihullah Katrada. And we'll catch you in the next episode.